Welcome to the Ambitious Coach Podcast. This is a place where driven, determined coaches learn how to get off the business growth struggle bus and learn how to build a wildly profitable online coaching business. I'm your host, Allison Henderson, corporate dropout to six-figure social media business coach. I'm going to show you how I've been able to create the business of my dreams organically all through utilizing my social media platforms. So pull up a seat, take some notes, and get ready to see your life in bank account transform. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This interview today is so flipping good. I'm so excited for you to listen to this. My special guest is Daniela de la Piedra. In this conversation, Daniela talks about connecting to your big vision and the importance of connecting to your why in your business. She shares with you how she sets goals and easy ways to check tasks off your to-do list. And since I know a lot of you have big dreams and big goals, you likely wonder, how am I going to get there? How am I going to succeed? Danielle and I share our perspective about the energy around the how. I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode, but before we get started, I want to share more about who is Daniela. So she is a certified professional coach and founder of Everyday Daniela Life Coaching. Daniela lives in Maryland in the D.C. area with her husband and two young children. She is dedicated to helping busy professional women take positive and sustainable action to create a more joyful and fulfilling life. Daniela received coach training through IPEC and thus uses the Energy Leadership Index Assessment and the seven levels of energy framework to help her clients gain self-awareness, raise their consciousness, and improve their performance. As a former attorney herself, Daniela loves to help other busy professional women create the change that they can't stop thinking about. All right, I'm so excited. Thank you all for listening. Here is this week's interview. Hello, Daniela. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Allison. I'm really excited to be here with you. Me too. Uh, so, Danielle, I love you. I love your content. You are consistently showing up on social media. And I just love how you talk about goals and just how you show up in your business. So I wanted to have you on today. But before we dive into all the things that we're going to talk about, who are you and what are you all about? Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I love your podcast. I love to listen and learn and just like really soak it all in. Um So I'm excited to be here. So who am I? My name is Daniela. I am a certified professional coach, but that's not what I've been doing my entire life. I was um, actually an attorney for 13 years and the pandemic um, really like smacked some reality um, into my head that I was no longer really aligned with what I was doing, being that I was now married and had two kids and had um, moved further away from the city. So I live in the D.C. area. And so the being home with my kids and my husband really gave me a new perspective. And I realized that I needed to shift in order to continue living, um, you know, in a way that I could find more fulfillment and just like more happiness in my days. So I left my legal career and I the very next day started my coaching certification program and launched my business. And so I have a life coaching business. Um my target audience is, um, I think who I was in the past is busy professional women who are really like searching for change. Like they're, they're done with the rat race. They don't, they realize that the hamster wheel is getting them nowhere. And just like me a couple years ago, they want to get realigned to who they are today, not continue in this hamster wheel of who they were 10 years ago. And so, you know, our values change over time. But we never stop to 
assess them. And we never stop to to wonder, like, am I living my life in a way that aligns with what is important to me? So um, I work with a lot of very driven, um, busy women who are really looking to either change jobs, change careers, or just change their perspective so that they can really find more sustainable fulfillment um, in their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a very similar story because I was like that too, where I was like, I just got the corporate job and I was like, okay, but like now what? Like, is everyone happy doing this? Like I was not fulfilled and I was like, I need to get out of this. I need to find something that I wake up every day really excited Yes. Just, I, I want to help people, but I also want to make a lot of money doing it too. So like what's out there? Um, and I know a lot of people that are listening to say have a business or they're certified in something and they want to start a business, like, but they might still have this job, this nine to five. Like, when do you suggest for them to say, or like kind of just go, okay, it's time to quit and really go at my coaching business full time or whatever it is that they're trying to build right now? Yeah, you know, and I I have worked with clients who have um, a side business and they're really trying to figure out how they can scale it to leave the full time, you know, nine to five and just do um, the, the business. So, you know, everyone's situation is different. And, you know, a lot of it is is finances, right? Like, yeah. You Can you actually afford a life if you didn't right? have this job? Yeah. 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 So it really comes down to being super focused, like very disciplined with your business. And for me, you know, before I left my legal career, I actually, I have another online business and that is what actually like gave me so much joy. So when I was feeling super drained and just bored and done with this job that I loved before, but I just was done with it. This other online business gave me so much joy. It was my creative outlet. It allowed me to be in community with other women in a way that my job didn't. So I would definitely say, you know, if you have this um, side gig or this passion project that you want to scale to finally leave your full-time job is really find the joy in it and be super focused and super disciplined about you know, making it not just a hobby, but a business. So coming up with systems, with goals, um, you know, getting onto social media, if that's how you're going to market and advertise yourself, um, just being super intentional. Um, and, and then, you know, looking at your finances, like what is your, what is your, what are your monthly expenses, right? What are your monthly expenses? What can you start to cut back on now to start saving some money? Because saving money is also an important um, thing to look at when you're going to make that shift. Um, and I would also say, I mean, from personal experience, and I think most women would agree with this, is if if you're married, make sure your spouse is on board with you because it, it it's going to get tricky at times. <laughs> it's going to get yeah. hard. It's you're going to get emotional at times and and you really need your spouse like to back you up. Right. Um, And when it comes to family finances, I mean, I'm a huge believer that you need to be on the same page with your spouse. If not, it can become a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I I remember this is like when I first started, I was like, I'm going to be making 100K like right off the bat. Like, let me just tell my social media audience. And like that didn't happen. And I was like, oh, my God, my husband's like, I thought you're going to make all this money. And I'm just like, but I. I'm not. And yeah. you're right. Like, luckily, he was just like, 
he came from a family of like entrepreneurs. So he's like, you don't build a business overnight. Like this could take you years. And like, are you okay mm-hmm. with that? Like, and I just remember being like, I'm going to have to be, cause like, this is what I want to do for like ever, you know? So like, luckily having those, they were tough conversations, you know, at the beginning, yeah. because when I wasn't making all of the money, um, that's really, those are hard, those are hard things to say. Cause like, I was putting so much pressure on myself and he was very much just like, stop it. Like you're doing fine. Keep going, keep showing up, like keep listening to your mentors. Like, and I was like, yeah, yeah. So I luckily had like, he's a great cheerleader, even to this day when I like, you know, have those days where I'm like, I just like, he's like, you're fine. Like, oh my God. Like we, we've had this same conversation. (laughs) Like, oh, let me just play from last year. What I told you. (laughs) Yeah. And it's true. It's just like, you need to have that person and whether it be your husband or not, like have somebody Mm -hmm that you can have those conversations with. Absolutely. So I love how you um, talked earlier just about, um, I forget exactly what you said, but this is what came to mind. This question came to mind is like a lot of these women who are listening, like have big dreams. Like they want to make money. They want to be helping a lot of people. They really see themselves as the successful coach, right? But like, Mm -hmm. they are always stuck on the word how, like how am I actually going to get there? And mm-hmm. I've heard you talk about this before. And like, I really wanted you to, to to come on here and share your perspective on this because I know we have a very similar perspective. Um, mm-hmm. So like, what would you say? Like, she's like, how is this going to happen? Yeah. So f- I have two, two answers. Um, you know, in a, my very lawyerly approach, I'll tell you it's a two pronged answer. So the first prong, the first answer is it doesn't matter how. Mm. It does not matter how, because when you're, why is big enough, the how shows up. So I love what you said that, you know, these women listening to the podcast, they see themselves as successful. They see themselves helping all of these clients. That's that's how you will get there with your vision, with your true belief, with your emotional involvement in the why, in the purpose behind what you're doing and all the joy that you get just from the idea, right? So um, really connecting to your purpose is how you will get there. And so there's a lot of strategies that I use myself and I use with my clients to get there. So you can meditate, you can journal, you can um, write your vision of like your perfect day when your business is totally flourishing um, or like write a vision of your life one year from today. And what is around you? What are you doing? How do you start your days? What do you smell? What are you eating? Just, you know, bringing in all of the senses to get really emotionally involved with your vision. So how it will show up is is if you're super involved with your purpose, with your why, and you connect with that why every single day. So that's my first answer. It's a very um, mindset and like intrinsic approach of, of the how now there's the other answer the other side of it is yeah daniela but like seriously like how do i do this right strategy so, i don't need strategy, the strategy right like because <laughs> thinking about it is not just going to make the clients appear which of yeah. course i understand that but the clients will not appear if you are um frustrated or annoyed or confused because there's going to be resistance so you know you attract what you are so if you're frustrated you're client is frustrated and doesn't even know how to find you, right? But if you're open, if you're in flow and you're trusting, you're going to attract clients that are just like that too. So you want to make sure that your mindset and your energy is in a good space by doing some of the things that I just suggested. 
And then you want to get to work and like actually do the work. So you want to show up in service of your why, of your how every single day. And so some of those techniques that I use as as well as like teaching my clients is coming up with a plan. So really, it's kind of like an umbrella. So I talked about you know, your vision and the vision, while it is a mindset tool, it's actually a very tactical strategy as well. So you see what your vision is, you know, write it out, read it to yourself and you start to to get your values and your goals out of that. So you talk about, you know, having a um, like six figure um, business, right? Like revenue is coming in, it's flowing. Okay. So what are the things that I need to do to get there? And you start to kind of break it down. And so what I love to um, to do is to do things in threes. I like to set three priorities for the week. And then I choose two to three tasks for each of those priorities. And I calendar them. Mm-hmm. So you can come up with goals for the year. Um, but then really to move the needle forward, you want to make sure that every week you are being super intentional and really planned with your time. So three priorities for the week, two to three tasks for each of those priorities. And then I'm a huge, huge proponent of calendaring them because when you calendar it, you've made sure that that task is going to be a a part of your sequence of the day. And for me, I don't have an assistant. My calendar is my assistant. My calendar yells at me with reminders, like it's now time to do this thing. And, um, and then it's up to me to stay accountable to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do very similarly. It's like, I need to know when I'm going to be doing certain things. So if like, for some reason, like it's like staying consistent with content. It's like, well, when was the last time I actually put like content planning session for yourself in my content calendar or in my actual um, Google calendars, like putting aside these little times. So I get that notification. It's like, okay, these two hours, nobody can book calls with me. I'm literally just going to sit and write my content for the week or for the month or whatever. Um, I think that is so important. I tell my clients that all the time. I'm like, you have to make time for Mm -hmm. these things. And I don't know about you, but when I first started my business, I would like wake up and I didn't really have a plan. Like I was just like, all right, like uh, we'll just see how the day goes. It's like I knew I needed to do the content or I needed to do these certain things. But like I just was like I was very much just not organized in my business. So somebody who's not very organized, maybe overall in their life, like what would be something that you'd be like, okay, this is your first step. Like this is how you start getting organized. Yeah, I think, you know, first of all, the way I think you've you've talked about this and I've heard it in so many places is mm. who you are in your personal life is who you are in your business. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're a disorganized person in general, like it's going to take a lot of effort to be organized in your business. Um, so I, I think, you know, for people who are not organized or who get very overwhelmed and like, they don't even know where to begin. Um, something that I, Um, love to do and and suggest too, is to just brain dump all the things that you want to do. And I say want because, I mean, there are some things we need to do, but um, there's a difference between I need to and I want to. I need to has judgment and stress behind it, whereas I want to, there is no judgment, there is no stress, you are fully engaged in that task that you want to do versus I need to do. So, Um, there are some things that you need to do, but if you're super overwhelmed, if you're super disorganized, let's start with some tasks that you want to do so that you're more motivated to actually do them. So do a brain dump 
of all the things you want to do for your business. And, and, and when I say what that you want to do, like tasks, not like I want to create this program, right? Like I want to show up more consistently on Instagram. Okay, awesome. So what are some steps that you can do from there, right? So like, you know, after you've done your brain dump, choose one or two. And so one could be, I want to show up more consistently on, on Instagram. Okay, awesome. Then you take that one and then just start writing some steps. Like what are some things you can do? Well, Maybe I'll commit to showing, if I haven't been doing anything, I'll commit to showing up twice a week on Instagram. So I, it's like an incremental step. Okay, so that means that maybe um, on Monday, I'll come up with the two posts that I want to make. And I'll either you know calendar it to remind myself to post it. Or if you use like a scheduler, you can um, schedule the post. Um, but just, you know, really breaking it down into like, very manageable steps where there's no confusion about what you need to do now. Like you just look at the list and your calendar and you say, okay, right now I'm supposed to be thinking about content. Okay. Let me just spend an hour writing content for two posts. Mm -hmm. To me, that makes complete sense, right? Like I feel like there's certain people's brains that are going to go, oh my God, like it just seems like so much that I want to do, but like, where do I even start? So I love how you just said, like, kind of just break it down into like little chunks and like knowing that you don't have to get all this done in a week. Like building a business is a long term commitment. It's mm-hmm. not like I have to get all this done in three months or six months even. Um, I still have to like do stuff on my website, everybody. And it's been like four plus years like that. The website stuff doesn't always go. Away. <laughs> so it's like yeah. it's just one of those things where it's um because I, I was even talking to a client about this. It's like content will always be there. Your website will always be there. Email list will always be there. It's like, we might check it off the list today of like got the post out or got the, you know, the, the newsletter out or whatever, but like, it's still going to be on your list next week too. Mm -hmm. And I know to some people that's like overwhelming, depending on how your brain works. Like, uh, I just know, like uh, for me, it's like, sometimes it's like, I chalk off the list, but I just, Oh, it's like a deep, deep pit in my stomach. I'm like, I know that that that's a never ending thing. So what do you, what do you do? Like when someone's like, I really hate writing content. That is something like, I hate having to figure out how to send an email on an email list. Like what do yeah. you suggest that they do? Yeah. So the first thing is, um, delete, delete <laughs> that thought, like literally like say it. And then you say delete. Um, I remember there was one day, um, a few months ago where I barely slept because of one of my kids And I woke up and the first, one of the first thoughts I had as I was getting dressed was I am exhausted Mm -hmm. in my head. And then in my head, I said, and that's it, delete, (laughs) delete, delete. Mm -hmm. And I was probably running on like three hours of sleep that day. And I need my sleep. Mm -hmm. I did not feel tired. I didn't even think about it all day until 9 PM when I finally felt tired, which is like a normal time to feel tired. And it was because I had let that thought go. You know, our thoughts have so much control over us. You know, your thoughts dictate your behaviors and your behaviors dictate your results. So if you start off by saying you hate to do, hate doing something, Mm. you're not going to show up completely, Mm. you know, and engaged and motivated. So you're going to maybe like do it halfway, kind of sloppy, kind of messy. And then that's what will be your result. Like no one's going to really like a sloppy or messy um, thing, or it's like, you know, sometimes, um, and I've had this experience where, okay, I'm like, oh, I need to do this post. I haven't done it yet. Okay. I'll just write something. And, and I'm like, you know, dragging my feet and I post it. 
And then it gets no traction. Well, because that's the energy I put into it and that's the energy I put out. So no surprise, Daniela, you know, mm-hmm. next time don't either don't do it when yeah. I'm feeling this way mm-hmm. or shift the thought before I get into, into action. So for, for someone who really just like hates writing content, I would really challenge them to think about it in a different way. Like, okay, so you may not enjoy doing the content, but why is the content important for you? It's important so that you can reach your ideal audience like that. There's a client out there waiting for you. And who are you to keep yourself from reaching them? So get through the content and you'll reach your client. So then what's a new thought you could have about content? Um, You know, it could be my content is helpful. My content builds my business. My content is powerful, you know, whatever it is. And so instead of thinking, I hate con, I hate doing the content, you think my content is powerful. And that can create such a shift in then how you create the content, how you feel in the process, Mm -hmm. and then how it lands with your, you know, with your audience. Yeah. I even know the more, the more people I coach, the more I just know how important it is for me to show up every day. Like, Mm -hmm. I just know there's so many people out there struggling with something and they're looking for somebody just like me. So just like you, who, you know, you guys are listening to this. They're looking for people just like you and like, why not you? And like, so the more that you show up, the more that you are consistent with the content, the more it's just gonna be easier for people to find you and for them to make that decision that you are the coach for them. And so energy is a big piece that you're right. Like, I don't know how many times I'm like, I'm just going to throw this quote uh, out there. And I'm like, okay, I didn't do any. It's like my, Mm -hmm. my inner world reflected my outer world. So, so much that day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. I think the more that you do content, the easier it does get. Oh yeah. And I always tell people to like, what kind of content would be actually fun for you? Like, how could you make content more fun for you? I know this Mm -hmm. wasn't supposed to be all about content creation today. (laughs) This episode always like, I love to, talking to people because it can go like in such a different direction. Uh Um, but, but I love that you like, or bring it back to stuff that you teach people with too, is like, you have this Mm -hmm. thought about content creation. It's like, how can we make it into a more positive experience for yourself? An intentional way to shift this perspective. Yeah. Because if you're constantly waking up every day being like, Oh, I have to create content. Well, like you're not going to do it. And like, you have to create content in order for you to build your business. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or at least get you to that point where you feel so comfortable in your business where like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe you don't have to show up every day or maybe you don't have to show up every single week, but like you're still going to be able to bring in consistent clients, right? Like yeah. until that yeah. happens, you still have to show up consistently. Yeah. And I would, you know, I, I love this question of, you know, somebody who says they hate content. So like if I was coaching somebody on this, just this one thought, you know, a, one question I would ask is, who are you being when you say you hate content? Oh yeah, your higher self is like, uh uh like you're, that's, you're not yeah. being you're not being the coach or you know consultant or whatever it is that you are. You're not being that person that your ideal client wants to hire. Would you hire yourself with those mm-hmm. thoughts, right? So who are you being when you have the thought I hate creating content? And instead, who do you want to be? I want to be an empowered business owner. Okay, great. So does an empowered business owner think I hate creating content? And if they do, what does the empowered business owner do? And so I love your question about what are some things that um, would help you create content, right? So like um, I talk a lot about influencers with my clients. So what are your environmental influencers, your mental influencers, um, 
there's a whole list of them, but you know, like for me, I like to have some music on. I like to have my oils, um, diffusing and, you know, just whatever. Uh, but what is it for you? Like, do you need to get a cup of coffee before you sit down? Do you need to maybe exercise before you sit down? Mm -hmm. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing with content creation is that I think the more you do this, the easier it gets. And you just have to trust it. Like you have to trust the process. Like the more clients you have, or even just like the more discovery calls you have, you start to get into the mind of your ideal client and the issues that you want to bring up just start to come naturally. That's a hundred percent true. Like I was on a, a coaching call and I was like, let's just go back through your old sales calls. Like, let's just pick what was that problem that day that they were having yeah. and let's write a post. And literally she probably wrote it in like 10 minutes because it was just easy because she just had the call. I was like, yeah, you already coached her through that. It's like so easy to write those out when like you actually know who your ideal client is and the actual specific problems that they're having or even just questions that they have with you. So just start yeah. with like frequently asked questions on sales calls and go from there. And I think like I said, like we make content entirely like all about us. Sometimes it's like, what do I want to write about? And I'm like, just go back to something that they already asked you. Like it's yeah. like, I, I once again, it's like, everybody has like their own, um, like kind of like I said, like the environment can affect them like distractions. Mm -hmm. So I know it's like easier said than done, Allison. Like, I just can't even think, well, then like, I always like go, go to a coffee shop. What would be, where is an area where you can actually sit and focus? Do you need to like go to your car and like lock yourself in the car for an hour to just write a post on your phone? I don't know. Like, what yeah. is that thing for you to like get out of the house or get away from the distractions and actually make content creation a little bit more fun for you too? Like, I don't know what that is for everybody. For me, like, I just, I, like you said, it's kind of like, I light my candles. I, you know, get like, I get like ready for it. It's not like something that I'm just like, okay, now I'm going to create content. It's like, no, I scheduled it in. Like, this is my like hour, two hours. Let's just do it and get it over with. And like, I feel so much better about my week because I have, I have stuff ready to go. Yeah. Um, so I'd love for you. Cause you just, you held up a mug earlier. So oh, yeah. before, before our, uh, before we started recording the podcast and it said success is inevitable, like read, read the mug. though. Yeah. That's really cute. The, the <laughs> mug says proceed as if success is inevitable. Uh, yeah. So how does somebody just wholeheartedly believe that within themselves? I think it, you know, it really takes a lot of you know, reflection and connecting with yourself daily. Um, so for me, it's a lot of, you know, I, I have thankfully gone into a good groove with meditation. Mm -hmm. And so I meditate every morning. I journal almost every day, not always. Um, I journal every day and, um, I'm always in action. And so if I'm in action, like how could this not be successful? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, how could I not, achieve what I've set out to achieve. Um, I also invest in myself. Like I have coaches, I have mentors, um, I buy books, I'm always learning. So like, if I'm always in momentum, how could this not be successful? I was not built to not achieve, you know, these huge dreams that I'm so connected to. And so the example that I was giving you as well, before we started talking is, um, is motherhood. Like we don't, trained to become moms. We don't go to school for it. Like you buy a book, maybe when you find out you're pregnant, but you go on through motherhood with the, the trust that you're going to successfully raise your children to be amazing human beings. And I think that's the same trust that we need to give ourselves 
um, in our businesses as well. Yeah, you're so right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we just like, we'll figure it out. Like when something happens with your kid, we just do. And it's the same thing for your business. You will figure it out. And the more that you do it, like I said, the more kids that you have, like everything, it's like you just get better and better and better. And so, yeah, I don't know. I loved our conversation today. Like any, like any like words of wisdom that you want to leave the audience with today? Yeah. So for, I would say, you know, anyone who's building a business, it's your business, right? It's your baby. It's your labor of love. And the beauty about being a business owner is that you get to choose how you show up. So choose something that will give you like the power and the energy to do the things that are going to bring you the clients that are going to bring you the business that are going to bring you the money and trust that it's all coming to you. So we all have our bad days, our bad moments, and there's ways to shift. And you you really, you want to shift out of it because there's something so much greater waiting for you on the other side when you get back into momentum and get back into the trust and just start showing up in service of your goal every single day. Um, and so I also like to reflect at the end of the day about, you know, what went well, what did I achieve that I'm like the most proud of? Yeah. Um, what am I looking forward to tomorrow? And how can I improve for tomorrow? So always ending, I like to start with meditation, but I like to end the day with a little bit of reflection so that I'm sort of already setting myself up for success tomorrow. That is so beautiful. I don't do that enough. I do do that often, but like not like an everyday sort of thing. Like before... I wake up in the morning and I might've told my audience this before, but like, I do try to like, what are some things that I'm really in gratitude for? Like, or just in gratitude, like, like my, what has my business already allowed me to do? Like, I don't have to wake up from an alarm. My kids are likely my alarm clock these days, but like, I, like, there's so many great things that I've been able to do because of my business. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, keep going, like, keep showing up, keep taking action. Like, and yeah, reflect every so often. What's working? What's not working? Like, what are some things I need to improve on? Like, what would make me feel better? Like, why aren't I feeling so good these days? Like, right. Like all those things. It's like doing those like little body scans every so often. Like, oh, this mm-hmm. hurts. Why does this hurt? Maybe I should look into this. I don't know. It's like one of those things for me where we don't tune in enough. Yeah. And sometimes we're making it like an external problem when it's really an internal problem. Oh, and yeah. and it's not that it's easily fixable sometimes, but like, but it could just be a thought a thought that you need to redirect and make it a lot more positive, right? I love what you said about gratitude. Um, I didn't really talk about it too much, but I will say this. Gratitude is such a powerful tool to help you shift yourself out of any sort of energy that you don't want to be in. So practicing gratitude, you know, you can do it in the morning, you can do it in the middle of the day, you can do it at night, or you can actually do it when you're feeling very stressed. So like, I actually did this one time when I was at the dentist and I thought I was going to have to leave. Like I I just got so like out of my, my mind almost because of something going on in my mouth. And I thought I can't leave now. So I laid back down into the chair and I started practicing gratitude. And I just started in my mind saying, I'm so grateful that I'm at the dentist. I'm so grateful that I have insurance. I'm so grateful, you know, all these things about the dentist. And then it just started moving into, I'm so grateful that it's a sunny day. I'm so, And that gratitude helped me calm down. And so what happens when you're practicing gratitude is that you're literally raising your vibration and the universe meets you there. So in my dentist example, I was very stressed 
and I didn't want to be there. So I started practicing gratitude and my vibration raised and the universe met me there and I was calm and everything went fine. But what also happens as a business owner is when you practice gratitude, especially when you practice gratitude for future things. So like, I'm so happy and grateful that I have 10 new clients every month, right? The universe is going to start showing you evidence of what you're grateful for because it's like you're tuning into the radio frequency of where you want to be. So then the universe starts to meet you there. So gratitude is just so powerful to shift in the moment, but also to start calling in what it is that you truly desire. So I just, yeah, I loved our conversation today. Um, Where can people find you? How can people hire you? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. That's my main mode of, you know, being out there. So I'm, it's at everyday Daniela coaching and my website, which speaking of websites, I hired someone to redo my website, but I need to do my part. So Mm -hmm. my website is um, everydaydaniela.com and Daniela has one L. Um, so it's, it's the website that I created for myself when I started very imperfectly. Um, there will be a professional website soon. Um, (laughs) but you know, that's just an example of like, you just start, like, just start it, figure it out. Don't let the website hold you back. Right. Mm -hmm. Like don't let anything hold you back. You just start. So yeah. So I'm on Instagram. Um, and my website. And I can, I'm also on, on LinkedIn. If you look me up on LinkedIn and maybe you can share that in the, in your show oh, notes. Yeah. I'll but put in the show I notes. Give you the whole URL. For <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, Danielle, thank you so, so much guys. Please check her out on Instagram. And if you love this episode, please share it with us on Instagram as well. Share it to your stories. And yeah, if you have more questions, please like we're our DMS are open. We're always uh, here to help you. So thank you for listening and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Ambitious Coach Podcast today. A couple favors before you go. If you found this episode helpful, please take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Most importantly, don't forget to tag me at Allison Henderson underscore coach. That's A-L-L-I-S-O-N Henderson underscore coach. And lastly, please take a minute to rate this episode and leave a raving review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Okay, ambition is great, but it's time to get to work. Take action and commit to being 1% better every day. Once again, thank you for tuning in and I will see you again next week.